What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 10. I have a special guest here for my 10th episode, Tenfold, a.k.a. David Flores. How are you, man? Beautiful, man. How are you? I'm good. How, how's your day, man? Uh, it's been amazing, you know? Uh, got to wake up, so that's a beautiful oh, hey, thing. Hey, that's the only thing you need every day, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah, you know, the last time I actually saw you was about four years ago, and you were a delivery driver, and I was <laughs> yep. living with, with Kyle, and... Uh, you know, that's the last time I saw you. And then all of a sudden you're blowing up and making music and doing all this good shit. Yeah, I was uh, I was in town for that, that one year and I was in between uh, whether I was going to stay or I was going to move. And I decided to move. And uh, so I, I just decided to, you know, grab a little pizza job to make some extra money. You know, tips were nice. So Oh, yeah. I mean, every, anytime I came back from school, that's what I was doing. I was delivering pizzas. You get some, some good tips sometimes. It's a good gig. I'm not going to lie about it, but you know, you can't get stuck in it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think the oldest person I've ever worked with is about 42. You never really know their circumstances, but people do, yep. they, you know, they get addicted to just having such an easy job and making quick tips. Mm-hmm. The, it's not a bad thing either. You know, as long as if they, you know, they probably got family, they got to attend to and stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, all, money's money, you know, no matter the job. So yeah. And I, I don't know why people put others down for any job, you know, they're exactly, at least trying. Yeah. Get your money, exactly. get your money up, not your funny up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so so for our first topic, I just obviously with our whole, you know, our government and our country and our health issue with the coronavirus, I just want to know what it, what is what is your thought on the coronavirus? Is do you think it's political? Do you think it has been? Do you think it's fake? Do you real like what what's your take? Man, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. because you know when it's first coming out everyone's in hysteria everyone's going crazy it's crazy no toilet you paper yeah. no toilet paper <laughs> that's no water like yeah, like yeah. you know like coronavirus makes you shit your pants and you know it what does I mean? so like, like we're not gonna have yeah, enough toilet paper to wipe all this I diarrhea <laughs> yeah i guess so but you know i think it's a little bit of both you know i we can't tell whether it's real or not because you know people have had it and people did die from it yeah i mean um, i know personally you know medical professions that they do see this they see you know people getting sick they're dying and but you know for me personally i i try to take the steps you know when you listen to the experts on tv you know our yep. scientists and our doctors and stuff you try to listen to them right because they're in that position for a reason and exactly and when you listen to them and other people aren't listening and then shit's not helping it's like well you know why am i gonna do this if everybody else is gonna fuck it for me yep that just falls into us being um you know, part of a society where if you don't see it, then it's not real. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, like I think the, that's the, pretty crazy. Yeah, just the age of technology, everyone's recording, everyone's yeah. always on something. So if you don't see it, then it's not really happening. So I feel like, um, in a sense... I mean, is that how you think, if, if you don't see it? Uh, no, honestly, I, you know, I, I take my... I take my, you know, knowledge from just being able to critically think and stuff like that so i just take it as you know what i'm seeing from a medical professional mm -hmm. is probably gonna be probably you know, right or the, at least the, you know yeah it's probably the real information that you need to latch onto and maybe you know digest like, a little bit you don't think there's a guy behind him with a gun you know telling him to bullshit us and Man, i mean is maybe there, there is, is. There a guy is there a guy behind every 
every political stance with a gun behind person's head. You know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> never, I, you never know, man. There is nothing. I mean, and I've said this previously on like my first podcast. It's like shit that we see on social media and the news and the internet. Like we have no idea if anything is real. Like we have no idea if whatever they're putting is just what they want us to, you know, think. Exactly. And it's crazy because you have to try to research for yourself and you can literally just pull facts for any side of a story for mm-hmm. for the good or the evil. See, I think my biggest thing is, um, you know, since I went to school and I got my degree in psychology, it really helped me with, you know, critical thinking and just being able to think outside of the social norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when when things like that pop off, it's better for me to sit back and then not solely judge a situation based off what is happening but to take all that information digest it and then get another side of it digest yeah. that and formulate my own truth because you can't it, it's hard to be a person that looks one way and just stays one way yeah I, there, there's always going to be two sides of a story and if you know i, I posted on facebook the other this like fucking last week and it's like the only way you're going to learn is if you try to disprove yourself. Like there's, if you're literally just going to try to feed yourself your own bullshit, that's all you're going to know. And that's all you're going to think. You're never going to fucking expand. And I think whenever there's two different sides of the story, literally look up everything that'll disprove you so that you can form, like you said, formulate your own ideas. And then, Mm -hmm. and then that's whenever you can try to, you know, teach others or you actually seem like, you know, something because you know, both sides. Exactly. But getting back to Corona, we're gonna so when all this was popping off uh my dad was having some uh some health issues you know he had to have open heart surgery and stuff like that so me as me and my family we were freaking out like is this gonna affect all of us to where we like transmit it to my dad and then my dad gets sick and then yeah like our whole family is like screwed in a sense you know what i mean yeah so we were we were taking all these precautions we were doing everything right and then all of a sudden you know a couple months into it you know everything started to kind of die down a little bit yeah know, with there's a little with, flattening uh, yeah a little little bit of flattening so then you know we started to get a little bit more comfortable and then we see a second spike and you know we start freaking out again but yeah, more than ever yeah so the, i think the biggest thing for us was just um as a unit just me and my family i think we um just you know took information from the people who are higher minded than us with that you know topic yeah and you know we just took it for what it was and you know we just tried to stay healthy stay safe you know wear a mask everybody wear a mask i don't care if you disagree with it or not it helps people around you it does i mean so so me and you know kayla we we, we, we listened to everything that our professionals said, the people that are in charge. We listened from the start about it. And we, we kind of formulated our own idea that, okay, this is real. Cause she obviously, she works in hospital or no. So she sees uh-huh. this firsthand and she knows that it is real. But there, like you said, there is also kind of a political side to it now to where if you wear a mask, you're a fucking, you're a dumbass Democrat. And if you don't wear a mask, then you're a, you know, a You're stupid a Republican. Republican. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why is it? Why it is no something sense. like this political at all? And that's, you see other countries, exactly. and they have, you know, New Zealand hasn't had a case since since May, and you know, Kayla and I, we did the two months of quarantining, and then we kind of were like, okay, let's if we're gonna go out and you know enjoy our life still, let's still be safe about it. And mm-hmm. you know, we've been to Vegas, we've been to Three Rivers, we'd have 
you know, a couple people over, but anytime we're out in public, we always wear masks. So I don't know if it really, you know, the mask contributes to stopping the spread because we haven't got sick, you know, and yeah, we, we've been around a lot of people, but neither of us have gotten Corona. We haven't been sick. And, you know, so it just seems like it might be the mask that's helping and people are refusing to wear it. I mean, if you think about it, she works in a hospital. Yep. Everyone in a hospital, when you go to a hospital, you see all the doctors, all the nurses and masks. That's not only for and your health, now. but it's also, yeah, it's not only for the, the patient's health, but also their health as well. So yeah. if you think about it, it's the same thing in regards to our society. Like we need to put that face covering on so we can stay safe. So one, if you have it and you're asymptomatic and you can spread it, it's better to wear the mask because you're not going to spread it. You know what I mean? And then if you're, you know, if you are, you know, if you have the symptoms, then obviously you should go get tested or you should go get checked and see if you're good. So I do think there's a big political stance on it because, you know, see, my biggest thing is that we took so long, so long, so long to figure out that it was real. We needed to see proof from other places to make sure that it was real instead of taking the steps to be cautious in the very beginning, which is really sad, bro. To really see yeah, that was really, yeah. really sad because what could have been shut down easily. Yeah, exactly. One hundred eighty thousand dead. Even if you know the statistics have been, you know, pushed a little bit different this past week, but yeah. You know, so, still, so you saw that still one hundred eighty thousand people. You, know you saw I mean? the CDC updated the numbers that only six yeah. percent died from COVID alone. And, yeah, you know, it, so so it kind of gives you the like a lot of these people that are. You know, the woke Republicans, like you said, that don't wear masks are like, oh, look at we've been getting bullshit this whole time. But they, they don't understand that those 94% that died had underlining conditions. But that's exactly what our scientists and doctors said from the beginning is that from the very beginning, from the very beginning, you're, if you're old or if you, you know, have um, underlining conditions like diabetes or obesity, you're much more likely to die from it. And that's exactly what they've showed us. Like, COVID mm-hmm. wasn't the reason they died, but it like tripled it to quadrupled time their death rate. Yeah, it's it's like a ticking time bomb and it just sped up the process. And I and people just say the oh six percent, look at we're you know, they've been lying to us, fuck the government, fuck everybody. It's like you know, that's not really how it works. And especially nah. with there's <laughs> I see all the time the, the you know, the point zero four percenters. Yeah, you know, you know those guys? Oh they I've heard of them, yeah. <laughs> they go around and they're like Look how bullshit COVID is. Now only a point zero four percent of people dying, and the and and they fail to realize they didn't even do the math themselves. That point zero four percent is the amount of people, of people that. <laughs> well, no, no, it is, but it's point zero four percent is the amount of people that died for the whole population. You're not supposed mm. to do that for a case. It's you're supposed to take how many people got infected divided by yeah. the people that died, which is actually. Uh, closer to 6%, it's 5.64% of, so you have a 5.64% chance of dying if you get COVID. And actually this last week, it was 7.9% of people that contracted COVID last week actually died. So 7.9, but people are spreading that it's 0.04. But you see how the numbers keep going up? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. right? It's crazy. Oh yeah, no, it's just bullshit. No matter what we do, no matter what we do, as a whole, I think we just need to come together and like actually believe that you know it's real, and that if you take if you take the steps to be cautious, we're gonna be fine. And if you but take politics out of it, don't. 
Exactly, dude. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing with COVID is that after this election's done, this shit's going to go away. <laughs> you think? I Everything's going to open sure. back up. Because think about it. Whenever, I don't know, what was it? Five, six years ago when the other election was going on, there was another breakout of a, of a virus. Yeah, it wasn't to the high extent of what COVID Influenza, is, but I think. It's still, it still was something to turn people away from the political yeah. campaigns going on and take their mind off of that so they're yeah. not focused on it and they're focused on, you know, oh my God, am I going to get sick or people around me getting sick? You know what I mean? So yeah. I yeah. believe... I firmly believe that after this whole election, this whole shit's going to go away, bro. Yeah. It's going to go back to so, I mean, like on some dumb shit. Yeah. I mean, I have a little bit of insight here is in, in some hospitals, they're actually letting doctors not wear masks and face shields around ICU patients. So I don't know if they're just trying to prepare for like, cause if they just obviously cut the shit off right after November, then I don't think Americans will ever believe the government ever. They'll just yeah. think it's always political. I mean, so it's I, hard to believe them right now. Well, there's, I mean, there's nothing to, you can't trust the government with anything now. There's exactly. so much, I mean, so going on to our neck, you know, have you seen the new California law they just passed for, the, it's a pedophile law? And, uh, and, we, yeah. And actually, Australia passed it first, I think, a couple weeks ago. And um, it, it's not statutory rape if you're within 10 years apart and you don't have to register as a sex offender, meaning like a 23 year old can have sex with a 14 year old and just get away with it. And I mean, I don't know. Is it? What's crazy is that there's so many. I feel like there's so much information that's left out. Like, what is? What if the person is 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 actually raped and not consenting? You know what I mean? So does that still count as towards the law? Uh, I mean, I I just briefly read up on it. I think it's SB 145, and I mean, it's just crazy how they're trying to like push this shit on everybody. And they're trying to do it like to where we can't see. Obviously, we know all the shit that's happening. It's just it's I think like a, they, they're it's like a lower end like bill that's been passed that like nobody's really like talking about. Yeah, I th I think they're just trying to you know because there's so many of these pedophiles and you know with Hollywood and you know even the royal family they're all getting definitely caught up Hollywood. in this shit. I think they're mm -hmm. just trying to cover their asses for out. the future. Oh yeah. Yep. It's definitely a government bailout. Yeah, and and it's right in front of our faces, and they act like and we can't see. Yeah, and it's social really media. Sad. Yeah, social media. You can't get anything past social media anymore. Like, nope. obviously, a lot of it's bullshit too. But a lot of the things that is going to happen is going to be posted no matter what. And I think, I mean, it's just gross. Yeah, definitely, dude. Like, I just, my mind is just like so like jumbled with all these thoughts right now because like i don't even know how to grasp the fact that that is okay yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like how is a person that's 25 years older how is that okay for them to have sex with someone that is so innocent and doesn't really understand yeah has everything? no idea about the world no idea so to me it's a little shady it's, it's a little shady like we definitely need we definitely need explanation from the people up top about this whole thing because, yeah. like you said, it could be a and, government bailout. And nobody is explaining. They're all just ignoring it, you know? Mm -hmm. Usually usually with shit like this, that's a huge topic. All the celebrities flock and they're like, this is what we need to do, this is what we say, but then they always stand up for it. Not a single one has said anything. Obviously, there's like Ashton Kutcher and Kristen Bell and Mila Kunis. Like, they've been doing this shit forever, but 
the people that are on the list, they're silent. That just shows that it's yeah. the same thing with with other social things going on that if you aren't speaking up about it then you're a part of the problem. Yeah. So obviously that they have some the people who aren't speaking obviously have some deep rooted like issue inside of them that they yeah. are holding and withholding from us information that they know and that experiences that they've been through and experiences that they've been a part of. So I I don't know, man. It, it's just that's a real that's a real sad sad thing. Yeah. I, I just don't I I can't like formulate a thought around it, bro, cuz it's just like it's it's fucking me up right now. Yeah. All right, well, we we can move on from that shit, but uh yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm going to do more research on that. So you yeah. find me on Twitter, I'll be talking my shit. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, so so bringing up this, you know, I seen you on Twitter and you're you're all for the, you know, Black Lives Movement and, you know, pushing for social yes, justice and everything. So, what's yes, what's your take on the the 17-year-old kid in Kenosha that uh he he defended himself and killed people? Like, I mean, what's uh, your whole take on it? I mean, it's hard to say that he was defending himself because he came across state lines to go to a rally that wasn't in his benefit. Part of, you know, it wasn't. He it, didn't want to. Exactly. So he went there with the intention, with an AR-15 in his hand, strapped up, to do damage. Yeah. He was waiting for that one person to do something to him so he could let off shots. Yeah. And to me, that's coward. He's he, a coward. He, he wanted to be antagonized. He wanted to be antagonized. He wanted to shoot somebody. He wanted to kill somebody. He did it with intent. He did not go there to make sure there's crowd control. Bro, yeah. if you wanted to be part of the crowd control... Wait another year and join the police force if you really wanted to do all that dumb shit. You know, and but that's... To me, you go. But to me, bro, his his mom yeah. brandished that gun to him. Bro. And so gave him the right to go and shoot somebody. And obviously he wasn't raised right to know gun safety, right? If you pointed at somebody, if you pointed at something, you better be ready to kill it, right? That's what I was taught when I was in yeah. gun safety when I was a kid going through like hunting classes and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. But to me, when I was in that kind of stuff, like it kind of came to a realization that holy fuck, like, this is a lot it's of real. power. Yeah. This is a lot of power in my hand. No, you could be the most powerful person in the world. You could be a bum, the most. You know what I mean? And have that power in your hand, and, and you, you can, can change end a, the world, end a life instantly. Yeah. End a life. You can change the world. You can change your reality, but not only yours, but other people around you. So, in my mind, bro, he went there with intention to kill somebody because he, um, he's a hardcore Republican, bro. Like he was yeah. at Trump's rally, you know, sitting front row. And that you know, too, they're making all these a, they're making it political a, again for no reason. Exactly, and it's crazy because everything has to be a left and right. Argument. It has to be right. Why? But exactly, why? Why can't I why agree with this come side and disagree with this side, and then oh, I agree with this side as well, and then not this side? It's like people cannot, they can't split the two. Or put people the two can't together. formulate their own thoughts. They have yeah. to be fed something for them to believe something else. Yeah. They can't sit there and sit back and take something from this side and take something from that side and, like I said earlier, formulate their own truth. Yeah. They're so ignorant that they have to be fed their ideologies instead of making them themselves, which is a very sad thing yeah. that we have to, you know, go yeah. through in this and, society. And like you said earlier, you know, like you, you, you can only put so much blame on the 17-year-old kid, right? Because he is 17. And when I think back to when I was 17, I'm a completely different person. Completely. Yep. And Shit, I'm a different person than a year ago. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, some people change that quick. But for for me, like, 
who the fuck is this mom that said, yeah, son, have this gun. I'll drive you to where it looks shitty and, you know, they're riding and it's chaotic and just drop you off and not even, you know, like yep. what kind of mom does that? A mom that wanted her son to do that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, it, it's why funny would you want your son to do that? Because she holds the same ideologies and she fed it down yeah. through him and yeah. now she's living vicarious, vi- oh, fuck, what's that word? Vicarious. Yeah, I think you're I'm right, vicariously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it wrong, but I was like, Ugh. But yeah, so she's living through him. She wanted that to happen, so she infested his mind with those yeah. ideas and then let him go do that so she could live through him, bro. Like, yeah. honestly, that's my that's my thought right now on that. Because, dog, if, if you're a parent and you want the best for your kid... Then I'm you're not dropping him sure off with a gun. Exactly. <laughs> like, especially if... I don't know, bro. She she's probably a little bit not all there in her mind either. So. Obviously, yeah. If that should happen, so, obviously. But it's I, just a sad thing that people can't like just have basic human emotions, like empathy and compassion yeah, for other ex- people. Especially in America, you know there's mean? no such thing especially about that. In America. And it's I, it's a but, disgusting. But disgusting with this thing. with this whole thing is uh, Colin Noir No Noir. I don't even know how to say his last name, but Noir probably. Uh, he he's a an gun activist lawyer and he's african-american and you know i i had like four or five people send me this message or this video of him through youtube and twitter and everything facebook and it's just him you know defending this the the kick the kid and it's like oh this is what he did you know he's not gonna go to jail he's not gonna get charged for this it's self-defense blah blah blah. and it's like and i and everybody kept sending that to me and it's because it's like it's it's a black guy that's on this kid's side and and you know you don't see that as often because usually you know african americans they have this emotion with the black lives matter and it shows like yo you can't just show up and kill people like that's just completely wrong and i you know so many people send me this video of it and it's his and they forget like it's his job to defend this kid like he gets paid to do it yeah that's and, yeah like you said it's his job so i don't think i really have anything to say about that just because oh yeah and if you um, haven't seen it i definitely yeah Colin i definitely Noir. haven't seen it so i'm gonna definitely look it up because yeah. i'm pretty ignorant on on what his viewpoints are yeah. so it's hard for yeah. me to give you an explanation on how i feel about it but yeah. i do think that like you said it is his job to defend yeah. people who in the court use of guns law defending used yeah. guns to quote-unquote defend themselves yeah but he makes um, really good points too and you know you're like okay maybe but then you can you can there's other lawyers that disprove it so it's it's back and forth you have no idea it's very one-sided due to the fact of you know it's it's all comes down to the person's beliefs yeah in a sense yeah yeah so all right whatever he believes is you know correct in his perception so so i want to completely change the topic here let's Um, get it this is something i saw you talking about on twitter is uh the wnba wages i know it's completely off topic but it's something that caught my eye and i kind of want to talk to you to see why you think that and try to you know talk to you about it through a business viewpoint but Mm -hmm. you know so so you said wnba players should get paid as much as nba players or just more um i think that they should at least get paid more because if we're technically speaking about it on a business sense obviously the WNBA does not bring in as much income as the nba does yeah right so maybe that's part of the problem that they don't get paid as much but these commissioners of these teams get paid so much money how come they can't take a percentage 
loss so, and give it to their so players. So do the owners, people. do they make that much money? Because, I mean, so anytime, so I actually watched the, I think it was Sparks and who they, who they play today. I, it was Sparks and I, I don't want to say Galaxy because I don't think Galaxy is a team. I think it's a MLS team. But the, the Sparks were playing a team this morning and, I mean, there was just, there was a period, it was the start of the third and it was like, in eight minutes, only like six points were scored. So like, there's a lot of, and I, you know, and I'm not trying to talk shit or talk down on anything, but it, mm-hmm. it seems like the entertainment standpoint, which is what the business is, it's entertainment. It, yes. it, it, it is far less than the NBA. But well, yeah, you know, because women can't dunk, they can't jump yes, as high. Yes, dunking is probably the best thing in the NBA. It, it, exactly. So that's probably why people gravitate so much to the NBA. But I think it's also a thing between, you know, gender. Do I want to watch a man play basketball or do I want to watch a woman play basketball? Yeah. In my in, in 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 my life, I grew up watching a lot of women's basketball. Yeah. Because I mean, high one, school basketball, women's basketball is probably the most entertaining shit ever. I mean, they'll they'll just fucking drop someone in mid court and mm-hmm. not even a whistle gets blown. So. Yeah, but I think I think the biggest thing though is it, it comes down to whether or not a person wants to watch a male or a female. But I think, I mean, in my experience growing up, I watched a lot of WNBA because one, they play fundamental basketball. Very right. Yeah. If they can't dunk, they can't run as fast, they can't jump as high, then they have to play fundamental basketball. Yeah. How I see women playing basketball is how the Spurs play basketball. Okay. Ball movement yeah, everywhere good. around the floor. You know what I mean? And so I think that people just would rather watch a male dominated like sports Sport. world than to watch women play and you know how you said they only scored six points, but like but, I mean, me, okay, so but after that they went off. They scored like forty total within the next six uh, minutes. But it was just it was just a small period of time where they yeah. it was very very just unwatchable for a little bit because they were mm-hmm. just making mistake after mistake and missing. And but the you know the ten and, minutes after that was fucking amazing. And I think how you just said it was kind of hard to watch. I think it's because we are so conditioned to watching a male figure play that sport that it's hard to watch you know another gender play that sport because it's you're not seeing the high flying action you yeah. you know and stuff you're like that you're used to so, the action exactly yeah. and so you know it's a lot more slow paced like i said it's it's fundamental basketball which is yeah. one of the most beautiful things that you can watch in my opinion because one if you want to learn basketball watch women yeah like watch women like it's it's crazy like how in tune they are with the game i'm not saying men aren't but in tune in a different sense that they can't do you know all those outstanding things but they still are outstanding you know yeah. so i say free my women bro like <laughs> free i them say out. give them give them money dog because they're working their ass off just as hard if not harder than yeah i mean i would assume men, harder you know? right because they're not getting exactly, the attention they're not getting the money but i think also on a physical sense like they're working yeah. very hard and plus some of these women you know they enter the league they play a couple years and then they have to have kids you know or they have kids you know it's obviously their choice yeah but they have kids and then they have to sit out a year and stuff like that you know to recoup their body and whatnot so i feel like just in society alone bro i think that just women have it way harder than us men yeah. and you know that's so so maybe if you know maybe it should be a percentage kind of thing so if NBA players, obviously there's going to be a differentiation between salaries by skill, right? So LeBron James isn't going to, you know, be paid as much as, say, uh, Kyle Kuzma, right? LeBron's mm-hmm. that much better. 
but mm-hmm. maybe there should be a percentage that goes to the teams. Like, so if an owner is making $1 billion, uh, 1% of that has to go to player salaries. Um, and I think that might be something that helps just because, I mean, if they are, com- you know, obviously the NBA makes a lot more money, which means they have more money to give. But like you said, if these owners are making that much money, which I wasn't really aware of, if they're making that much money, then yeah, it they should be paying the players more. I mean, if you're if you're in the owner of a business, no matter the business, and the business is popping, you're making you gotta, money. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like a percentage of that should obviously be given back to, you know, the people who put your team's name on their chest every night and go out and put everything onto the floor or the field. You know, so. You know, I have I have a you know right here on my phone. I have the the overall average that they make is is seventy nine thousand. Oh, dude, I just that's not the average. Well, the maximum the maximum is one hundred seventeen. Oh, so, I had no idea it was that low. And the minimum player salary for players with three or more years of service is fifty six. So we're pretty much saying that these women are putting their bodies, their minds through all of this stress hours and hours and, and hours. hours and hours blood sweat and tears to be paid as much as uh, a teacher <laughs> yeah or a that. fucking or like you know like a restaurant manager you know what i mean yeah i, I mean so i know like, some I restaurant think, managers that make close to 80 grand yeah that's what i'm saying so i, I just think there needs to be a little bit of a i, I had no idea it was it. that low by the way dude it's it's terribly low terribly like that, i mean low. you work your whole life for that like and that, to yeah, get paid a bare minimum salary of $56,000 to play the sport you love. I mean, you are playing the sport you love, so it is like it is a good thing to get paid for what you work so hard for, but to be paid that little of amount for well, and, all the work and hours you put in, I feel like it's a little Yeah, and, and to see, you know, you're putting in just as much work as these other people and they're getting paid exactly. 700 times the amount of exactly. you. Because yeah. as a female athlete, they work just as hard if not harder as men. Because yeah. men can, men, you know, have the physical abilities to gain muscle and, you know, be able to work out harder and lift all these big, you know, weights and stuff like that. You know, it's just a difference in, in, uh, in physic physicality. So I think that that also plays into a factor, but yeah. free my women, bro. They need to get there paid for real. They work just as hard. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have much time left. I wanted to try to end on a good note and we'll, you know, kind of promote your music a little bit. The yeah, the it. first time I was actually visiting uh, Cody in Colorado, and and he put on a song, and I was like, dude, this <laughs> shit is slapping. What the hell? And and yeah. I didn't know that your you know your I guess your artist name was Tenfold, and mm-hmm. I was like, who the hell is this? And he's all, bro, that's David Flores. And I was like, no, it's <laughs> not, dude. That shit sounds so clean and just like you got a Can good you ass voice. Reborn? I dude, it. I think so. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite songs that I've dropped to date or that I've even made to this date and it might have, it was really back crazy. in March so yeah it sounds about it sounds about right when I dropped it that, yeah. that's cool dude shout out Cody for uh for plugging yeah, he did he, yeah he he's doing he's doing his thing with that Call of Duty man he's nasty yeah yeah he is nasty he's almost shout as good as me but yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't but, really fuck with it but yeah we were just driving in his truck I you know we went to go surprise him in Colorado and he just put on the banger right in his truck and I was like dude this shit's so good hard yeah. hell yeah see that it's crazy because you know, when I first started making music, uh, I didn't start, you know, a couple years ago. I've been, I've been making music, you know, since high school, and you probably remember some of that. But oh yeah, yeah. Um, but even before that, before I even put stuff out, I was always writing poetry and um, like 
you know, just writing in general. You're, you're a true artist on huh? the papers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, poetry is art. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is definitely lyrics is like, art. Music's art. Yeah, yeah, I think it all. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a complete artist yet because you know I still want to be able. I want to learn how to play the piano. I want to get. Well, back I'll teach you piano. If you oh yeah, dude. Say less. Let's it's get been it. a while. I'm so but, down. Yeah, I'm so that? down. Yeah. That's always been an instrument that I had like. A huge fascination for piano is fucking like, fun I, as hell. I yeah, I grew up watching my grandpa play it. My grandpa was blind, and oh, okay. so the way to see him just like shred on it, it was just like wow, like this is amazing. Like if he can do it, obviously I can do it. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think it also gives me a sense of like nostalgia. Like if I was to play it, you can have a real connection to those it, times yeah. exactly. So, but but yeah, so I've been I making mean, music for a while. Yeah, a long good. time. But I think these past. Man, we're in 2020. I think the past, the past three years or the past two years, I've been taking it completely serious. Like, yeah. it's a complete business to me. I mean, you still have another job, so it, yeah, it definitely. That's my that's like my my source of income, you know, to be able to, you know, live. But I know one day that all of this hard work that I'm doing, this is going to be behind the off. scenes, is just going to pay off. Yeah. But, I mean, I saw that you sold out all your merch like eh, insanely. Man, quick. that was <laughs> that was crazy. I didn't even have a chance to click on the link. And I, I know, dude. I feel bad because a lot of people hit like, me up. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. A lot of people hit me up like right after the fact and were like, "Yo, can I get a T-shirt?" I'm like, "Man, I'm sorry, we're sold out." Just, the well, only shit, reason make we sold more, out, make more money. Come on. I know that's we're what I'm waiting. saying, but we we were in the lack of you know certain sizes for T-shirts. Yeah, we were lacking the certain color of vinyl for us to to print with and press so we were like dude we got to cut it because if people keep buying if people keep like hitting us up for them then we're gonna be like damn like ah we can't really do much about it i'm sorry but you know it's it's you know we live and we learn so next next time you get some shit and hold on hold on a large for me oh easy Uh, bro we got we got another drop coming in once we surpass 100 followers on Twitter, I think we're at like 97 right now. Once we well, pass hey, 100, we're going to drop I, another one. And I'm one of them, so. Yeah, exactly. Thank it's you. It's all about promoting. Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, sir. especially people that we, you know, and I don't get why. There's so many people that are like rooting for people's downfall, and they're like, oh, I didn't like them, and I hope they do bad. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to see everybody do good, especially people that I actually know. Like, even if I think where you're we're from. It, yeah, and if, I, and if I think you're dog shit, I'm. I might not listen to it, but I'm gonna still try and help you out because yeah. there might be other people that like it. And with me, it's crazy because a lot of artists don't like this, but I like to be told what people didn't like. Yeah, hell yeah. I That's love being learn. told that. I love being told that I'm I'm dog shit or that yeah. like my music sucks because for me that's just you know it. T- I can soak it in and I can internally process it and figure out what you know i need to do to better myself but better my music in general as well so you know i'm i'm all for criticism constructive or not i'm all for it because i feel like it helps me grow as a person and i have i have no like problems with anybody you know i used to move with a lot of hate in my heart man like yeah, i used yeah. to move with a we lot a lot of hate in my heart and so i had to do some soul searching to find myself and you know i started moving with a lot of love and then a lot of things started started coming into fruition of what i've been dreaming about since i was 16 and once you get that love in your heart dude everything starts to fall in place and it's really crazy it's really crazy what just a little bit of love can do for you man yeah but to get back to this music yeah man just if you're an upcoming artist 
yeah, man, it, it's so hard to put into words like how much it means to me to be able to express myself in a way that other people can't, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like this is how you express yourself on this podcast, yeah. you know? You're expressing a piece of you, and I feel like that's how I feel with my music, yeah. and that's how I feel with my writing. See, I would do know? that too, but my, you know, when I hear my voice, I'm like, huh? Okay, I, I, I should just talk instead of uh, trying to sing, but... Yeah, you know, some people got it, some people, some people don't, you know, yeah. that's the, that's, you know, that's where the, the dividing, the dividing factor is yeah. right there. So, but so I do have a question, it, yeah, I do yeah, have a question ahead, for you, you know, do you, I mean, do you listen to your music? Oh yeah, man, if you're, if, if you're an artist and you make music and you don't listen to your music what heavy, the fuck you then doing? why are you making music? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I still have a problem listening to my podcast, I'm like, do I actually sound like that? And I don't know if that's something you just have to kind of like overcome but yeah it's it's definitely a it's it's an internal problem that you need to yeah. overcome it's still because yeah, it's tough sometimes it, it, it's also it's also a factor that comes into play is whether you you know you're talking you hear it coming off of your bones and then you hearing it and it's coming into your ears yeah you know what i mean so there, it's two different sounds okay you know you That's you good. think you sound this way when it's coming you know when it's vibrating off of your bones but when you hear it in a different sense when it's coming through your ears that's where a lot of people that's where a lot of people start second guessing themselves and then yeah. you know a lot of self-doubt comes into play so right. don't doubt yourself bro don't doubt yeah. yourself oh ain't no doubting it's just it's yeah like, it's tough to listen to sometimes definitely no i feel sometimes like when it's i was good, first starting it's not yeah, when I was first starting music, bro, I hated listening to my shit. Yeah. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. Yeah. One, because it was trash. But two, <laughs> because I didn't I didn't really know if this was the, like the tone of voice I wanted to go for, if yeah. I was singing correctly. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it, it takes it's, practice. It, it's all process, bro, and you got to love the process. And if you don't love the process, then you already failed. Then get the fuck out, yeah. Exactly. You all right, man. Failed. Well, well uh, I and mean, that's about as much time we have. I really appreciate you coming on, dude. Love listening hey, man, to music. I appreciate love. you having me. Love seeing all yeah, the shit is, you're posting. You know, keep it up. I hope. I hope. Thank you, thank you. And I pray that you fucking blow up, man, because that'd be awesome. Man, nothing but you know, positivity, dude. You just gotta. If you're an upcoming artist or you have anything that you're passionate about, um, that you know that you want to chase, do it because we only live for a certain amount of time, and you never know when your day's gonna come. So yeah. live that shit to the fullest. And if you are really passionate, then carry that passion and don't give a fuck what anybody says because the the one time that you let somebody else's opinion affect you is gonna be your downfall. Yeah. The only downfall that you should have is through yourself, and even then you should overcome it. All right. So Wise words from D-Flow. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. That'll be- Hey uh, man, I appreciate you having me. We'll probably have you on the show eventually in the future again. You know, it was a Let's fun time. Let's get talk. it. When, when we surpass these numbers, man, we're going to be going together. There we go. You got it, man. All right, man. Take uh -huh. care, everybody. That's the end of the episode. Stay Love. tuned next week. Peace out.